The less your business spends, the more margin you keep. But today, everything costs more. So smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one proven platform, helping you reduce IT costs, maintenance costs, and manual errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move to NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to netsuite.com slash earnings right now. netsuite.com slash earnings. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Welcome to Prognosis. I'm Laura Carlson. It's day 163 since coronavirus was declared a global pandemic. Today's main story a coastal tourist town in Spain, once specialized in packing beaches and nightclubs, appealing to young people on a budget who piled themselves into cramped hotel rooms. How does a place like that reinvent itself in the age of social distancing? But first, here's what happened in Virus News today. Europe is facing a resurgence of coronavirus infections. But the region's leaders don't have much appetite to return to the stringent restrictions on movement that helped control the pandemic in March and April. On Thursday, German Chancellor Angela Merkel urged European leaders to work together to avoid reviving lockdowns, calling instead for unified action. The uptick in cases in recent weeks has been blamed on social gatherings and travelers. Targeted containment measures, like clamping down on nightclubs and mandating masks, have yet to show much of an effect. Hong Kong will kick off a campaign to test its entire population for the novel coronavirus on September 1st. It's the first such effort attempted outside of mainland China. Hong Kong's chief executive, Carrie Lam, said the mass testing blitz will last as long as two weeks and will be aided by China. Unlike similar drives in the Chinese cities of Wuhan and Dalian, this will be voluntary. Finally, economist Nouriel Roubini said today that the global economy faces a risk of a slow recovery or even another slump unless a vaccine is found. Speaking on Bloomberg Television, Rubini predicted that the shape of the recovery, which some predicted to be a V, a sharp uptick after a sharp drop, could take the shape of a U or even a W. He stressed that finding a vaccine and more government stimulus is necessary for a strong recovery. Rubini is famous for having predicted in 2006 the collapse of the housing market in the U.S., Success is more than a destination. It's a path you take one step at a time. It's dedication. It's fortitude. And it's the work, passion, and grit inside of us that comes before all recognition. That's what Stiefel has been doing for over 130 years. And it's why Stiefel is one of the fastest-growing wealth management firms in the country. And Stiefel goes beyond traditional wealth management to offer you a full suite of banking services, direct access to one of the industry's largest equity research franchises, and a leading middle market investment bank. 
Quietly, yet strategically, Stiefel has built a company and culture unlike any firm on Wall Street. Because success is the drive it takes to keep pushing. It's the passion to keep investing. It's the best of each of us made better by the best in all of us. And that is where success meets success. Find a financial advisor at Stiefel.com. That's S-T-I-F-E-L.com. Stiefel, Nicholas & Company, Incorporated. Member SIPC and NYSE. And now for today's main story. One thing the pandemic seems to have rendered obsolete, at least for now, is mass tourism. Beach towns lined with hotels that boast hundreds of rooms are struggling in a socially distanced age. One tourist hotspot in Spain that once drew throngs of young people is trying to reinvent itself for a future of tightly controlled and intimate trips. Jeanette Newman reports. The sound of summer. Those waves are rolling onto a beach in Benidorm, a town on Spain's Mediterranean coast. From June to August, year after year, there's barely a free inch of sand to be found on this beach. Sunbathers line up towel to towel for miles. Crowds swell up and down the beachfront promenade. Skyscraper hotels, crammed with hundreds of thousands of visitors, tower overhead. The cityscape is the iconic image of the summer high season in Europe. Even though many people, particularly in the U.S., have never heard of Benidorm, it's among the most popular destinations in Spain. That's no small feat. Spain is one of the most visited countries in the world. Benidorm started to become a hotspot decades ago. It was among the initial destinations in Europe for package holidays. Affordable trips abroad, organized by a travel agent. Since then, Benidorm has become a mecca of mass tourism. More than 4 million people visit the town's beaches and bars every year. Most of them are from Spain and Britain. I've had a lot of stag do's here and stuff, so I don't come on holiday, it's just stag do's and like end of, I play cricket and rugby, so you have like an end of season trip, you come here, just, you know, with lads and stuff, so. Chris Ward is a 25-year-old from Leeds, England. On a recent summer afternoon in Benidorm, he and his friend Shona were sipping a pint at the Crown Pub. Chris has been to Benidorm more than a dozen times for bachelor parties and end-of-season trips with his cricket and rugby teams. He says it's a unique and crazy place. I don't, I don't, you can't describe it. It's, I always say, like, there's, there's, there's loads of places in the world that's better than Benidorm, but there's nowhere I've been that's like Benidorm. You know what I mean? It's, I don't know, it's just, it's just nuts. There's just, you say things that you'll never see anywhere else. Chris laughed. He declined to elaborate. What happens in Benidorm apparently stays in Benidorm. It was Shona's first time here during a pandemic. So I knew, I knew it wasn't going to be the same, but I think I quite liked the light. It had been quite chilled out, really. So there's not that, as many people as there would be. This summer in Benidorm, as in so many places around the world, there's space where there used to be crowds, silence when there used to be sounds, and caution and angst instead of freewheeling abandon. To ensure social distancing on Benidorm's Levante Beach, officials have marked off large squares in the sand with blue rope. Each space can hold a maximum of four people. Sunbathers have to reserve in advance. Many of the spaces remain vacant. 
because Levante Beach was a, a crowded beach and everybody has in, in their mind these images. But now, as you can see, it, it's a very organized beach. Everybody needs to know where they must go. That's Lere Bilbao. She's the director of the city's tourism board. Looking out over Levante Beach, Lere tells me that many other cities haven't put in place similar safety measures. During a pandemic, she says, Benidorm had to defy its stereotype. Otherwise, it would risk an outbreak and even more people would steer clear. With this, with this uh, situation, you can see that everybody's happy and everybody's in their area. Since it reopened in midsummer, there's been on average 7,000 people on the beach each day. That compares to 25,000 people in normal times. Some people in Benidorm's tourism industry told me that those normal times will eventually return once there's a vaccine. Levante Beach will once again have 25,000 sunbathers. Bars will go back to being jam-packed. And tourism in the city will once again be in mass. Others, though, think the crisis has changed us. Ramon Martinez and his family own four hotels in Benidorm. Even when we have a vaccine, he thinks many people will still crave more space than before. We know that it's coming a lot of change. For example, in, in our hotels, like I told you before, uh, the, 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 the maximum people in one room is two persons. Ramon is renovating two of his hotels. He plans to build only double rooms. That's a shift. For many Benidorm hotels, their business model is about volume, attracting a lot of lodgers by offering affordable rooms. Clients get a discount, for example, when they add an extra bed in a room. So three people stay in a double room and four in a triple. That appeals to friends keen to cut down on the cost of a weekend away or to families with children. Ramon's renovation to right sizes rooms is going to take a couple of years. Right now, he has his hands full managing his hotels during a pandemic. Ramon has outfitted the entrance to his Hotel Presidente with mats that are coated in disinfectant. Thermographic cameras discreetly scan the reception area. They're looking for anyone with a temperature. Using artificial intelligence, the cameras can also detect if someone isn't wearing a face mask. So far, Ramon says, that hasn't been a problem. The masks, exactly. Everyone is wearing the mask, so... I mean, the more important thing is that you wear your mask. Uh, we can do everything you want. We can put everything, but if you don't wear your, your mask and you, you are crazy, <laughs> uh, we, cannot, uh, uh, we cannot control this. If Ramon sounds a little muffled, it's because he himself was wearing a mask while we were speaking. Visitors to Benidorm say they welcome all the safety measures. In some ways, though, the measures to control the masses in hotels and on the beaches are responding to a problem that doesn't exist. There are no crowds. Benidorm feels empty. Occupancy in Ramon's Hotel Presidente is around 13 percent. 13. Normally, it would be around 90 percent full. Ramon and others had been expecting this summer to be bad. But then it got worse. In mid-July, coronavirus cases started to rise again in Spain. The UK ordered British travelers who returned from Spain to self-quarantine for two weeks. The news hit Benidorm particularly hard. Around 40% of visitors to the city are from the UK. Cancellations overwhelmed the city's hotels. The surprise announcement also caught some British residents mid-vacation, including Bernie Schroka and her brother John Kelly. They were having one of their final pints in a Benidorm bar earlier this summer, 
preparing to head back to England to self-quarantine. Well, really fed up because we, we wouldn't have come over if we knew there was a quarantine going back. You know, so yeah, so really fed up about it, yeah. Bernie is a teacher and doesn't start working until the fall. The quarantine won't disrupt her plans too much. But John works in maintenance at a hospital. His two-week absence will leave the place a bit short-staffed. They both say they're frustrated the quarantine order was a surprise. But they understand that the pandemic makes everything less certain. Now, I've been coming to Bennett Down since 1987. Oh, wow. So good. And I've never seen it this quiet. I've never seen it this quiet. Does, does it make you, does it make the vacation less enjoyable? Or how does it change no, the vacation not, not for at you? All, not at all for us. I just feel sorry for the people that are working. Yeah. You know, they happen to open and there's two of us sitting here. You know, and the expense they must be going to. It's a sign of the times for the world's battered tourism industry. Music blaring at two people sitting in a near-empty bar. Benny Dorm is trying to adapt while the city awaits for the masses to return. That was Jeanette Newman. And that's it for our show today. For coverage of the outbreak from 120 bureaus around the world, visit Bloomberg.com slash coronavirus. And if you like the show, please leave us a review and a rating on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. It's the best way to help more listeners find our global reporting. The Prognosis Daily Edition is produced by Topher Forges, Jordan Gospure, Magnus Hendrickson, and me, Laura Carlson. Today's main story was reported by Jeanette Newman. Original music by Leo Citrin. Our editors are Francesca Levy and Rick Schein. Francesca Levy is Bloomberg's head of podcasts. Thanks for listening. Do you love Elon Musk? Do you hate Elon Musk? Do you have no idea what to think about Elon Musk? Then we have just the show for you. He's become even more larger than life. Buying Twitter doesn't get us closer to Mars. They are like really close to the edge of like everything falling apart. Like, oh, Elon, I volunteer, put a chip in my brain. Each week on this podcast, we'll break down, analyze and debate the most important stories on Musk and his empire. It's all one big universe. You just work for Elon Inc. From Bloomberg Businessweek, this is Elon Inc. Listen wherever you get your podcasts.